Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. I hope this finds everybody having a great time. Beautiful weather here in Michigan as we approach the fall. So I know all of you that are south of the equator, you all are in your spring approaching the summer. And I hope the weather has just been fantastic. Beautiful weather here and uh, headed to a live concert tonight. So I'm very excited about that. With today's episode, I wanted to kind of go back to some of the basics. And I know that we've covered things like biologics and all that in past episodes. But there's also a lot of new listeners. And, you know, even if you're on a biologic, it's always good to get an update. So I came across this article out of the um, National Association of Spondylitis uh, Society. Uh, And I butchered that a little bit, but I'll have a link to it in the, the show notes that you can review. And this article is titled, Biologic Therapy Has Changed the Way Axial Spondyloarthritis Is Managed. So I want to look at some of the basics because if you're on a biologic or concerned about a biologic and you're uh, not sure of maybe you should start it, maybe you shouldn't start it, are you on one that maybe it's not working and you think you should try a different one, what are some of the options and what are things that are being looked at? Now, again, this article is out of the United Kingdom. So some of the things I'm going to talk about might not be applicable to those in the United States or anywhere else around the country, but the basic gist of it will be the same regarding the biologics and the treatment. So, you know, what is a biologic? Well, we know that unlike medications, um, you know, like ibuprofen, which are small chemical agents, biologic medicines, they're actually a, a complex protein. Biologic medicines are manufactured within a living system and target specific molecules believed to be involved in axial spondyloarthritis. They're made up of genetically engineered proteins, and they're very large, complex modules. That's why they're generally given as a shot, because your stomach can't absorb them because of the size, so you can't take it as a pill form. That is changing, though. There is a pill form of a biologic that's come out, and let's hope that there's more in the future for anybody that's got aversions to shots. The most common forms of the biologics are called monoclonal antibodies. This gives many of the drugs their names the MAB ending, you know, MAB, which stands for monoclonal antibodies. Most biologics are designed to block specific aspects of the immune system. And again, let me repeat that. Most biologics are designed to block specific aspects of the immune system. Not your whole immune system. They don't crash your immune system. They're not a cancer medication. Your immune system is going to be, for the most part, fine. So that's a thing that I know a lot of people are concerned about and misunderstand. They think they're going to take them, and it's going to just crush their immune system like a cancer medication would. Biologics don't. They target specific proteins or specific aspects in the immune system, and they target it. So that's why they're called a targeted therapy. Because these therapies are proteins, they do not work as tablets and have to be given as injections like we mentioned. Biologics are made up of genetically engineered proteins from living organisms, and as we mentioned, they're large, complex molecules. They work by blocking aspects of the immune system to slow down the attack on your joints and spine. Again, they're working on specific parts, anti-TNF, IL-17A, 
They're not crushing the whole thing. Now, if you take, say, methotrexate in addition to a biologic, the methotrexate is going to uh, be a lot harder on your total immune system. It's going to bring that down. So that's one thing you want to be aware of is the methotrexate will cause a much larger reaction in your immune system as far as suppressing it. The biologic therapy, myself and, and many people that are on them will report that once we started biologics, our immune system kind of self-regulated itself to a more normal state. You know, I haven't been sick since, well, I had COVID, but uh, that, you know, was not a result of my immune system being weak. And that was just because COVID was going around. But the flu, things like that, I haven't had that since 2016. Since I started my biologics in October of 2017, I've been fine ever since. Felt great. So let's take a look at some of the biologics. You know, we know that, as we said, they're very large and complex. They're made through a biological process, hence the name. They're large and complex, so copies can never be identical, which means that's why you have the biosimilars. And then, as I said, copies are known as biosimilars. Where when you make a pharmaceutical medicine, like uh, ibuprofen, they're smaller and it's less complex. It's made through a chemical process. It's just the exact same copy. It's just banged out one ibuprofen after another. They're always the same. And then copies are known as generics. That's why you won't see the name generic used with a biologic because they're called biosimilars. Uh, because they're similar and they're made through a biologic process, but they're not exactly the same. So with that, when can a biologic therapy be used? Well, many people with axial spondyloarthritis, you know, they'll go, they do not need biologic therapy because they can manage their condition well with a combination of physiotherapy and then NSAIDs, such as ibuprofen or naproxen. But when you get somebody like myself, I was on naproxen for eight, nine years, and biologics didn't exist at that time in the mid-80s. So naproxen was all that was available, and it just tore my stomach up. However, some people still have active or progressive symptoms despite these treatments, and then they put you on a biologic, which will hopefully slow it down or stop it. Your rheumatology consultant or nurse might talk to you about biologic therapies if you've tried NSAIDs, but you feel they aren't helping, you're not able to take NSAIDs because they cause problems with your stomach or other medical conditions, you still have high pain and stiffness, which are thought to be due to inflammation from your axial spondyloarthritis, and your axial spondyloarthritis is having a big impact on your life. It might be affecting your ability to work, uh, enjoy your family time, just a good quality of life. Biologic therapies can only be prescribed by a consult rheumatologist. Again, this is, this is England that we're talking about, United Kingdom, so remember it's a little bit different in other places. Your GP cannot offer it to you. If you're not under the care of a rheumatologist, do ask your GP to refer you one. The National Institute for Health and Care Excellence, NICE, has produced written national guidelines about prescribing anti-TNF and anti-IL-17A that must be followed. Your rheumatologist will advise you if you meet either of the criteria for the biologic therapies and they're safe for you. You may not be suitable for a biologic therapy if you've had tuberculosis in the past, you know, in which case you first need to be treated for it. And your rheumatologist doctor or nurse will test you for TB before prescribing a biologic. That you have had a recent, repeated, or serious infection or at very high risk for infections. So again, if you have something that is a continued infection, because of the biologic will bring the immune system down to a maybe a more level area, that infection could take a much, much longer to heal or not heal. 
You have multiple sclerosis. That's another one that this applies for the anti-TNF therapies. IL-17 may be appropriate. You would want to talk with your doctor about that. You've had cancer within the past five years. Now, there's that thought process about, well, biologics can cause cancer, may cause cancer. There is some debate on the original studies that were done and whether they were actually correct or not. There's also debate about were the people that got the biologics already predisposed to having a heavy uh, or a large chance of getting cancer? Was it something in their family that was not tested for before the biologics were given? So there's some doubt about whether the biologics may cause cancer or it may just be something that you're genetically uh, inclined to get. So, you know, talk with your doctor about that. Again, this show is not medical advice. It's just trying to make you a more informed patient so that you know how to talk to your rheumatologist about what you're dealing with. If you've had heart failure, you're probably not going to be a proper candidate or your pain is due to causes other than inflammation. So there are biologic therapies, I said, are available to treat axial spondyloarthritis. The current biologics licensed for axial spondyloarthritis improved by NICE target one of two specific inflammatory molecules, namely TNF and IL-17A. Both work by reducing the abnormal inflammation produced by the body. There are more drugs currently in development that are going through clinical trials which target these and other pathways. Remember when I talked in a past episode, I said there's potentially up to 3,500, I think it was, proteins that can cause inflammation, and we only look at a few of them right now. So there's a lot that may cause additional problems for all of us that they haven't even really addressed yet. So the first one we're going to look at is anti-TNF therapies. Well, an anti-TNF therapy is used to treat a range of inflammatory conditions, including non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis, you know, that's where there's no changes on the x-rays, and ankylosing spondylitis, where you can see damage on the x-rays, as well as other conditions such as IBS, rheumatoid arthritis, and psoriasis. These treatments interfere with the action of a protein called tumor necrosis factor, or TNF, which is overactive in people with inflammatory arthritis, including axial spondyloarthritis. So too much TNF can cause inflammation and damage to bones, cartilage, and tissue. Anti-TNF therapy blocks the action of TNF and can reduce the amount of inflammation present in your body and joints. The anti-TNF medications that are currently available are like Amgavita, Julio, Humira, Himaraz, and Emeraldi. They're self-administered by an injection pen, and they're usually done once fortnight dosing. There's also Simsia, which is self-administered by an injection pen. And when you start Simsia, you need to do two injections every two weeks for the first six weeks. You then move to one injection every two weeks and two injections every four weeks. There's also Embril, uh, Benipoli, and Relzi, I think is how you pronounce it. Basically all the same thing. And they're self-administered again by an injection pen uh, or a pre-filled syringe. And you do once or twice weekly dosing with those. There's Symphony, which again is using a self-injected pen. It's once a month dosing. And then finally, there's Remicade, Remsema, uh, Flixiby, or Inflectra. Basically all the same thing. They're administered by an infusion, which is a drip. You go into a clinic and you sit there while it drips in. And it varies, but it's usually about every six to eight weeks you would do that. The next main treatment is for anti-IL-17A. This is what I'm on, a medication called Cosentix. Anti-IL-17A therapy is unapproved by NICE in the United Kingdom, but it is approved by here in the United States. And this may be older. I didn't see the date on this article. That may have changed. I, I don't know. Uh, 
in, is to treat non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis and ankylosing spondylitis. And it works by neutralizing the activity of a protein in the body called IL-17A. This IL-17A is a key protein in the skin inflammation and psoriasis. Research has shown that people with axial spondyloarthritis have very high levels of IL-17A in their body and that the IL-17A plays a very important role in causing the inflammation associated with axial spondyloarthritis. By decreasing this, this biologic reduces inflammation in your body and joints and hopefully some of the issues with skin. There's Cosentix and Stellara are the two anti-17A medications available in the UK for axial spondyloarthritis. So how can biologic therapy help? Well, as we've discussed, by bringing down the inflammation, it can help to reduce the damage to your joints. That's key. That's where I got in a lot of trouble. My hips were attacked when I was very young by the you know, increased inflammation. So by the time I was 21, I was having my first hip replacement. And at 23, I had my other side replaced. So within two years, I had both a left and a right hip replacement. That's damage that can never be undone. You may not get to the point where you need a hip replacement, and we've done episodes talking about them, but if any damage is done, remember, a biologic cannot re, um, reverse that damage. Once that damage is done, you're living with it, and whatever pain it causes, you're living with it. There's nothing that's going to take that away. That's why starting a biologic early is generally in your best interest if your doctor tells you that's the way they want you to go. Some people are fully able to control everything via diet, and exercise. Others are not. Do what your doctor tells you. It's still important to continue with exercise, as we just mentioned, to keep a better quality of life. You know, biologic therapies cannot reduce any damage or fusion of the spine and sacroiliac joints that have already occurred, as I mentioned earlier. But research has shown that many people with long-standing disease can still have significant improvement with biologic therapies. My spine is fused, my hips are replaced, and I still take a biologic, and I think it's made a huge difference in my quality of life. Again, everybody's going to be different. Talk to your doctor. They're the ones that are going to lead you down the path that you need to go. The article goes on to state, it appears that people generally tolerate these treatments well, but occasionally have to stop them due to some side effects, and your rheumatologist should explain the possible side effects to you. Unfortunately, not everyone with axial spondyloarthritis will respond to biologic therapies. The reasons for this are still not fully known and cannot be clearly predicted in advance. That's why when you get to start a biologic, don't get overexcited about it. Be hopeful. That's completely expected. But don't place all your hopes on this one drug. It took me three to find the right one. Could take you two, could take you one, could take you five. Just keep trying them until you find the one that works. So, you know, it appears that well, many people tolerate these treatments well. There's, again, you're going to have some side effects, and it should be approximate, or it is thought that approximately eight people out of every 10 will have a meaningful response, which means they justify the continued use when about 80% of the people respond positively to what's available. People who do not respond sufficiently, and it can take three to six months to know or who get serious side effects, they'll usually be recommended to stop their biologic therapies. And, you know, if safe for them to look at other options. So with that, this is a little bit of a longer episode. I'm not actually going to do any editing on this. I hope it sounds good. I would love feedback to know if you like how it sounds. I know I stumbled on a couple things, but I really appreciate everybody's time. You all mean the world to me. Thank you to everybody that's reached out as I went through that little bit of a difficult time. 
feeling great. It's worked out for the best. And again, you all are the best listeners. I'm really appreciative of everything you do. Take care and have a wonderful week.